the college football experience week eight preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PixWise. PixWise is the number one app for free sports betting picks, props, and parlays. Download the free PixWise app now to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best football better in the U.S.? Odds Crowd challenges you to prove it with their free to play fantasy betting contest. Every week, there's a free $350. NFL contest in a free $250 contest. Just head to oddscrowd.com to sign up. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Grab that SGPN app for free in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience week eight preview and picks episode. This is part two. Go back and listen to part one, you bozos. All right. Uh, part one, we're giving you all the weekday plays and pretty much all a bunch of a bunch of winners. All right. Just a bunch of winners. It's me, Patty C and NC Nick here. So with no further ado, let's hop into the rest of week eight. And we start off with a bang because Patty sees Wisconsin Badgers travel <laughs> down to Lafayette, West Lafayette, Indiana. Take on the Boilermakers who are ranked. Purdue's catching three points at home. What am I missing here, guys? <laughs> Unbelievable. I almost think uh, it's almost so obvious. I almost think we should take Wisconsin. I'm, I'm taking Wisconsin. I am taking Wisconsin too. You know what? Sign me up. Sign me up because that line smells like (laughs) that line smells like Robert Downey Jr. Back in '94. You know what I mean? Like that is that is really like what? (laughs) Yeah. If you would have told me purchase cigarettes and hookers is what that smells like. <laughs> apparently. So if you would have told me Purdue's going to walk into Iowa and throw for 375 yards. I would have told you you're crazy. Uh, show me it. You know, prove it to me two times in a row. I'm on Wisconsin here. I don't like it. Wisconsin's offense is awful, but uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. Give me the Badgers. Well, and I mean, it seems like you guys are coming around on my boilermakers, but I think one of the low key best hires this off season was remember doc holiday got fired 
Well, you know, he had Brad Lambert as his defensive coordinator. They were the number one defense in the nation last year. Brad Lambert, former Bill Snyder guy at K State, comes into Purdue and really has he took they were a bottom ten defense a season ago. Now they're they're still not an yeah. elite defense, but he's done some some great patchwork there instantly in West Lafayette. But yeah, I still agree. What the fuck is this line? It smells to me. Give me Wisconsin minus three. Well, and I, last week, I mean, let's talk about Iowa for a second because I know Colby was all about Iowa. Look, it, I took off a Purdue. Big win. I took Purdue. <laughs> I, I took Iowa. Maybe that's why I'm pissed at him. Coming off a big win, I, I understand the letdown spot, but the fact that this wasn't even a game, the fact that they couldn't even fight back, that is freaking alarming. That was the issue. Like, I understand we're talking about a bunch of college kids off of a big, you know, uh, even losing the game wouldn't be that bad if if they fought back and lost by a field goal. Getting beat twenty four seven at home against Purdue. Is pretty much inexcusable. I don't care what they do for the rest of the season. This team cannot make the playoffs after that loss. I I don't agree with that answer because to me, Purdue's a ranked team right now, buddy. And if they're like, look, I don't care about the play. I mean, I don't know how that will shake out. Purdue could lose the next four games and they would not be ranked anymore. Wisconsin at Nebraska, Michigan State at Ohio State. Sure, and they probably will, but. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that to me, like, okay, they laid a lemon. So, I mean, we can go through history on teams that have made the playoff that have laid lemons. They, I mean, Oklahoma lost to K state and dressed it up to be by 14 and they made the playoff. They got their ass kicked by Casey. They were down like 28 in the third quarter. I'm just, I don't know, man. 24 seven and just did not have any fight in you. That was the worst part about this. Look, loss. I get it. And I was always going to be flawed. Like people thought people were tweeting me. Oh, you said I was better than Georgia. No, I said their resume. I would have bet on Georgia head to head. If as long as it wasn't in Iowa city, if it was in Iowa city and I still stand by that statement in Iowa city, I still disagree with that statement. Georgia rolls in Iowa city, just like Purdue did. No, 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 no. The difference is, is they weren't looking forward to Purdue. They would look sure. forward to Georgia. They would, they would look be, at the track they would record. Be more up for it. Look at the track record of top 10 teams that come into Iowa city. They lose almost every time. Yeah. Uh, you don't see sec top five schools going into Iowa city though. Well, you never see them play an away game at, uh, at a conference either. <laughs> True. I'm all I'm saying is that I disagree with that statement. I think Georgia's head and shoulders are better than Iowa and would be well, them the in best Iowa team State. in the country. That doesn't mean that Iowa doesn't belong in the playoff because of it. Uh, look, a lot of teams in the top three, uh, Oklahoma barely beat fucking Tulane. You know, they'll get killed by Georgia. Cincinnati will probably get smacked by Georgia based on how good Georgia looks. Georgia looks I don't amazing. Know. I mean, right Cincinnati now. looked pretty darn good against them back last January. That's true. That's Look, a I'm not trying to hate on my boys. I know is that Iowa has a, a, a slimmer margin for error because their offense is that bad. And well, seven what, points at home against Purdue is that bad. I'm if just Iowa, saying I'll take Iowa at home against any top ten team at any time and feel good about it. Money Iowa, Yeah, I'm talking Iowa I wish, I wish you had this game. I wish Bama or Georgia would roll into Iowa right now. Uh, I, dude, I've, I've wished Iowa this. I've wished this for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we're not going to get it. So yeah. I mean, there's, there's no reason to talk about it. But well, I'm just saying. Look what happens when Ohio State plays there every time. Look what happens when Penn State plays there every time. Look what happens when Michigan plays there every time. They lose. They lose every time. Uh, very rarely does a top ten team go into Iowa City and win. Very rarely. I think Penn State did it, and that was on the final play of the game. 
Uh, a I think few we years can ago. differentiate top ten between top five or like serious national contender. Now, granted, Ohio State was when they lost to Purdue, but why not when they lost to Iowa? A, yeah, a few years ago. But do you remember that how bad, the only one that was really like a national contender? Okay. Do you do, and do you remember how bad they beat Ohio State? No, I, I thought I thought it was Purdue that beat them really bad. I thought the Iowa game was close. No, Iowa rolled them too, dude. Okay, I, mean, I, I might be yeah. mistaken. No, Purdue but Purdue rolled them too, but yeah. Let's differentiate top ten and like serious national champion contender. I feel very good. I, I honestly, I'm not bullshitting you. I would take Iowa uh, on the money line at home against anyone in the top well, 10. You know, we can talk about it all night long. We'll never see it. Unfortunately, I wouldn't, I would go Georgia yeah. or Bama, but pick, Hey, pick, I mean, pick Dundee's made a living being picked Dundee on, uh, on, on taking Iowa uh, I, from the beginning, from the preseason. A lot of times I'll tell Pat, there's no way Ohio state or there's no way this team is winning in Iowa city. It hits for me every time. I know, but this team is a team from the big 10 East. That's not necessarily Georgia or Alabama. Look, Georgia well, loses to South Carolina game. every year. What are you talking about? Well, let's play this game. Uh, Iowa beats Penn state. Penn state beats Auburn. Auburn beats Arkansas. Arkansas beats Texas A&M. Texas A&M beats Alabama. No, I'm not playing that game. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm out. I quit. No, I'm joking. I'm not, uh, I'm not playing the, the the Kevin Bacon game, right? <laughs> <laughs> Too close to your heart. Um uh <laughs> ever since what? Arab there or that bicycle movie he was in, Too Close to Your Heart. Um <laughs> what was the title on? of the movie Too Close to Your Heart? <laughs> yeah, that's probably a bacon movie. I, I could see that being on Lifetime. Um <laughs> Where are we at here, guys? Uh, Oregon travels to UCLA, where college game day will be. UCLA's laying two. This is a lot like the Wisconsin game. Give me UCLA minus two. Doesn't make sense to me this line in a way. UCLA should have beat them last year. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go with what I've told Patty C forever. The better coach is gonna win the game here, and and Mario Cristobal still to me. I get it. They should be ranked higher than Ohio state. You will have no argument from me on that topic. However, they, they just, they don't look good to me. <laughs> give me uh give me Oregon to uh, lose. Uh, give me a uh, 27, 24 UCLA Patty. C. Uh, look, you're right. I mean, Oregon needed all four quarters to pull away from Arizona. Then they took a loss at Stanford almost uh, took a, the exact same loss to Cal last week that they took to Stanford. Meanwhile, college game days in town, UCLA, I think is going to cover two or one and a half. So give me the Bruins, Nick. I'm on UCLA, but I don't, I, I don't, I definitely don't love this. I don't even like it. Um, I it's a slight, slight lean on UCLA. My problem with the Bruins is that they don't have any weapons on the outside. Uh, especially with, with your boy, uh, Kyle Phillips kind of banged up. I'm not sure what his status is. Uh, UCLA has a good running game, a good tight end in Dulcich, but they don't have weapons on the outside. I think if Oregon can control the line of scrim of, of scrimmage, which could be the case because they did that against Ohio State, I think they can limit what UCLA can do on offense. But on the other side, I think UCLA can do the same thing to Oregon. So it's going to be, if anything, with the over under of sixty, I like the under on this play. Um, but I, my my lean would be UCLA. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, what's that, Pat? I was going to say, I, I just think Oregon is just not the same team without Verdell. You know, 
I think he was an explosive part of that offense. And even though they struggled a little bit with Fresno, I still think obviously he was the difference maker against Ohio State. And uh, aside from that, you know, they just have too many close games, and this is a big enough environment where they're going to get caught at some point. This this might be the spot. I actually like Travis Dye, the other running back. I think their biggest liability is Anthony Brown, the quarterback. I'd say yeah, that I actually think their biggest liability is Andy Avalos is at Boise State now, and this pass defense is not good. This defense isn't that great. I mean, yes. But what's that? The question is, can you can UCLA take advantage of that because they can't really pass the ball that great? Yeah, it's true. It's true. And and Kayvon Thibodeau was a problem against Cal. Um, LSU travels to Ole Miss, guys. Where Coach O, this is where chicken on a stick happened at the gas stations down there in Oxford, Mississippi. Um, they're catching nine. Don't play that clip because I'm pretty sure they have a Ole Miss uh, on that. Say, so, I'm sorry. Play that uh, Ed Orgeron clip because I'm pretty sure he's talking about that Ole Miss game. Oh, you're right. We'll see. We've got to go beat Ole Miss next week. We'll take it one game at a time. Congratulations. We will take it one game at a time, and that's why I'm on LSU, and I'm on LSU on the money line. I was on LSU last week against Florida. I was on them to win on the money line, and I think. I still don't think Ole Miss. I thought was fortunate to beat Tennessee. I'm still not sold. Like I said, Ole Miss and Wake Forest, same team to me. Ole Miss and uh, North Carolina, same team to me. Um, does that mean Ole Miss can still win this game? Sure, but Matt Corral's in. You know, I think he's probably going to play, even though Lane Kiffin's saying he might not. If he doesn't play, then 100% I like LSU. Um, either or, give me LSU plus nine. And this, guys, let me just take you to the land down under. Locking this one up. Look, Orgeron, he fares well against Ole Miss. So I like it. Nick, what are you doing here? I am right there with you, man. Double lock it up. Patty C, triple lock. I already had the triple in place, so let's play that music. There we go. You take the LSU Tigers, all right? Look, and there's no way that this should be more than a touchdown here. Ole Miss is banged up and not Corral definitely is. And the, the reason why he's banged up is because he got like 30 rushing attempts last week because all their receivers are hurt and LSU is has the last two games. They've focused on the run. Uh, Davis price has been beasting. I think this LSU offense is going to run right over Ole Miss. And I think it's a, a very good money line play. I think it's a close game. It's, it's going to be one of those crazy games like that Ole Miss Arkansas from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. There's no way this should be more than a touchdown. No way. Yeah. I mean, I agree. And this next one, even I'm going to take you to a double lock here. I'm going to see if you guys want to join me on this. Money's coming in on Colorado. This was a 10 and a half. This opened up 10 and a half. It's down to nine. Cal minus nine against Colorado. Is I hate to say this because I think Justin Wilcox might get fired. If I'm Washington State, if I'm Duke, go hire Justin Wilcox because I think he's a good coach. And I think, I mean, they've had bad luck because they just can't win close games. They're kind of like Eastern Michigan of the the Power Five. They're one and five. And if you look at these losses, minus the Wazoo game, a five point loss to Nevada, a two point loss to TCU, a, a seven point overtime loss to Washington. A, f- a seven point at the one yard line loss to Oregon in a game. They were up seven in the fourth. I mean, this team is way better than their record. I'm locking up Cal minus nine against Colorado, Nick. No, <laughs> I would not do that. <laughs> Cal doesn't have enough offense. And the, the reason why they lose close games is because they can't score mu- enough, you know, throw the one, you know, game against the F the FCS opponent out. 
and they're like, you know, putting up 17 points, six points, 17 points. Uh, this is gonna be a low scoring game. I think it's too many points. Give me the buffs. Well, wait, Colorado scored. Let me get this straight. If you throw the FCS game out, they scored seven. They scored zero. <laughs> they scored 13. They scored 14. They scored 34. Um, What's the over under this game? Maybe the, uh, the play is another under <laughs> 43. No, Cal's going to, Cal's going to beat them. They're just flat out the better team. Um, I'm telling you, you guys should join me on this. It's easy money. Patty C. What are you doing here? Well, I caught it at 10 and a half and there's just absolutely no chance. I'm favoring Cal to beat any FBS team by uh, 10 and a half, especially Colorado who does have a good defense. And like you said last week, that offense exploded. So maybe no, Carl no, no, got no, it together. I, I did not say that. I said they blocked a punt and had a pick six. And if you, if you look at the score and see 34, nothing, you say, man, the offense exploded. No, not the case. <laughs> not the case at all. If you want to say exploded by what scoring, what uh, 20 points. Okay. Well, I'll join you there. Um, you're in the wrong. You guys are all look. I'm a Colorado fan. Listen to me here. Listen to me here. Cal wins you're too 20, close to the fire. Cal wins twenty to seven. Uh, twenty to thirteen. No, uh, twenty to three. <laughs> um, Western Michigan travels to Toledo once again. Guys, <laughs> hate to hate to tell you these Mac games are way better than the whole college football slate. Game. All these games are great. Western Michigan minus two and a half. The Mac doesn't play around. All right. Uh, I'm on Western Michigan, but this one is must, I, I'm telling you God's eyes going to have to have a TV on this one, or a, a lens on this one, because this is a, a, a fun game. Nick, what are you doing here? I'm on Western Michigan as well. Toledo is the most penalized team in the nation. And that stat alone swayed me to the Broncos. Patty C. Well, one stat alone is guiding me to Western Michigan for the remainder of the year, and that's the win over Pitt. It's getting more impressive every week. Two Good and a point. half points, even on the road. Western Michigan, baby. There you go. All right, keeping it in the MAC. Buffalo travels to Akron, Ohio. Uh, Buffalo laying eleven. Look, Akron's been kind to me. I've taken them two weeks in a row. I took them as a fourteen and a half point dog on the money line against Bowling Green two weeks ago. That hit. Took them plus 19 and a half against Miami, Ohio last week. That hit. They're catching 11 at home. I think this is when you jump off them. I think give me Buffalo minus 11. Give me a 38 uh, 24 final score. Buffalo gets it done. Akron's improving. They're improving slowly. Patty C, what are we doing? Give me Tom Arth and the Zips, baby. I know they're not playing Scott Leffler's uh, Bowling Green Falcons, but so I should stay the hell away from Akron in that situation. But I think they're good enough to cover 10 and a half at home. Nick. No, I think the Buffalo minus 10 and a half is trying to bait you into taking Akron. So uh, yeah, give me Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Clemson travels to, to Heinz field. This is the first time they've ever played at Heinz field. That's terrible. Hey, ACC and sec join college football. Join the FBS. Play games against your conference, you fucking losers. <laughs> uh, how is this possible? And I learned this stat. I was like, this is what the fuck? I mean, we've been playing, Pitt's been in the ACC for like over a decade. <laughs> yeah, 12 or 13 years now, something it's like, like that. How is this possible? Um, I'm taking Pitt. I think this, I'm surprised that Pitt was the three point favorite because I thought they might try to do Clemson. But I'm taking Pitt, even though I know Pitt can pit. Like this is a game Pitt could totally pit. We talk about the Western Michigan game. I don't. I mean, honestly, Pitt f- for the past 30 years 
they can beat some really good teams. And then when they play a team, that's not up to par, which Clemson, that appears to be the case with them. I'm taking Pitt, but I don't trust this one, Nick. You know, what's funny is like Clemson is getting by, by name alone. Like if you took this year in a vacuum, if you didn't know who Clemson was last year, you were a, a new fan of college football and you watched Clemson this year, you'd be like, Jesus offense is awful. Yeah. Yeah. This, this whole, this team is not very good. Pitt has the fifth best offense as far as yardage per game in the country, 530 over 530 yards per game. Clemson. Let me give you this stat here. Clemson has the 115th best offense in the nation. Right above Clemson is teams like South Florida and ball state and Akron. Clemson averages 322 yards per game. You got to take Pitt, man. Like, I don't know. Clemson still has a good defense. Granted, yeah. they're especially the run defense. Uh, but c- take Kenny Pickett at home. You got to go Pitt. Patty, see what are you doing here? Ah, well, here's the thing. If you look at Georgia's results, they've played three top 20 teams in a row and they've slaughtered all of them. Meanwhile, Clemson kept it closer against Georgia by far than any other team in the country. So that's an under overlooked stat at this point. And then uh, Clemson's defense has been excellent pretty much in every game. Uh, obviously NC state got a lot of those points in double overtime. So I think we are looking at one of the uh, low key best defenses in the country that said Pitt uh, is probably one of the best offenses in the country. So another one of these, uh, something's got to give games. I just think Clemson, even though they're barely getting by, they're still keeping it close. So I'm going to take the tigers, but I could easily see Pitt kind of slapping them around too, which would be crazy. Well, Pitt's like NC state and Arizona state. Like these teams just find ways to lose games sometimes. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to slap them around. I don't think uh, this is going to be a ball game. Like if it's a blowout, I'd be shocked. But yeah, I, mean, I, I was surprised they slapped around Virginia Tech pretty easily. Yeah, but still, it's different. Clemson and, Virgi- and Virginia Tech are different. Yeah, I just yeah. think I think Pitt wins by seven. I'm with you. I don't like it. Um, me, me, me neither. Me neither. All right, folks. I want to tell you guys that the college football experience is brought to you by Prediction Strike. Yes. Uh, do you wish you had, could have had stock in a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Well, now Prediction Strike makes that a real possibility. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based stock market, sports stock market, that I, I should say, where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. It's like Robin Hood and DraftKings had a baby. Prediction Strike lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes. I'm telling you, it's great. Don't just bet on your favorite players. Start investing in them. Simply download Prediction Strike's new and easy to use app from the App Store or sign up at predictionstrike.com to create an account. Use the code SGPN, then deposit funds to buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players, just like you would with real stocks. The value of players will change based upon your game performance and supply and demand. And you can trade your shares of players at any time as long as the player is not playing in a current game. Sign up with the promo code SGPN to receive an athlete share or receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more guys. Rice travels to UAB and I, I don't know why I took rice last week. They're horrible. UAB is minus 23. <laughs> I'm on UAB. <laughs> Give me a 28, nothing final Nick. I agree. Uh, you know what? UAB last week, 34, nothing against uh, Southern miss the week before 31, 14 uh, rice is not good. You mentioned that. Uh, yeah. I mean, like how can you back rice here? Yeah. They're horrible. they're horrible. Patty C. 
I went UAB too, without a whole lot of thought on this one, just looking at the uh, scores. Cause that's all, all I know about both of these teams is kind of how they performed in the uh, box score. And it uh, looks like UAB is good enough to cover this at home. Once again, it might be like sneaky lock worthy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it here either, but I might do it. If you wanted to, you might talk me into it, but I might do it right here. Yeah. On this next game, Oklahoma state travels to Ames, Iowa, where Iowa state, this says move now, Iowa state minus six and a half. I'm on Iowa state guys. And I think, Uh, I think this is a great opportunity for them. Um, First off, they have a track record of ruining Oklahoma state seasons in Ames. <laughs> so sign me up for another year of that. Give me Iowa state minus six and a half against the Cowboys. Nick. I think they could definitely win it and it would, I mean, yeah, they're due for a win here. Oklahoma state might be due for a loss, but seven points is too much, man. Six and I a mean, half right now, six and a half, uh, uh, depending on where you look. I, I got seven and a half actually, I think with Oklahoma state, I'm taking Oklahoma state, especially I'm getting a touchdown. You saw what they just did to Texas. Uh, it's kind of disrespectful to be the line where it's at. And I would, I would imagine Gundy is telling his team the same thing. So uh, give me the points. Patty C. Uh, I think we're going to have a really good game here. Um, it's in uh, Ames, so I'm, I guess, favoring Iowa State slightly. But I mean, uh, Oklahoma State is becoming more and more legit every week. That said, it's just too many points, so I'm going to go Cowboys. All right, I, I, this is I'm surprised by that a little bit. All right, BYU travels to Pullman, where I was originally going to take Washington State, but then everything happened. <laughs> <laughs> BYU minus four guys. I think this is the hardest game to pick on the slate. I guess I'm going BYU just off the sheer fact that uh, half the staff at Washington state's gone. <laughs> that, that small fact there. I mean, they don't have enough coaches. Are uh, you guys, are you, you guys know it's more than Rolovich, right? There's multiple yeah, well, coaches. I think, I think, I think three others. Yeah. Yeah. Slight distraction there. I would say I'm going to go to Washington state. Actually. I, I, you know, I saw the tweet by Jaden Delora and, you know, he, he kind of, you know, he, I mean, he was appreciative of the coaches that, that are gone now. And he's a big fan of theirs, but also said that, Hey, we're a program. We're bigger than any one person. And we need all the fans to show up this weekend. So I think they're going to kind of rally around this. I think a lot of times when a team goes through this, they get up for the next game and then there's the fall off. Cause I think it's hard to sustain it. But I think they can get up for one game, especially a home game, getting points. I, I've been saying it for a, three, a few weeks now. I think you guys have always gone against Wazoo. It's a tough place to play. Give me Washington State one more time. Patty C. Well, let me ask you this: Was Rolovich the the play caller there? I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. I think. I mean, if that's the case, then that's a huge loss. I know uh, BYU's on a two-game losing streak, but Boise and Baylor are two good teams. Other than that, they're five and zero. Oh. You know, I think BYU is coming back. Now, this is the second half of a back-to-back road. I wouldn't touch this one, but I'm leaning BYU. I think there's just a little too much of a distraction there going on. Yeah. All right, Mike Loxley travels to Minneapolis, Minnesota. The Maryland Terrapins taking on the Gophers. 
Gophers laying five guys. Why are we not putting our whole bank accounts on, on Minnesota minus the point? Is it the Bowling Green that's that's scaring <laughs> us off or that's a red flag, <laughs> but a red flag is, I mean, have you guys seen the scores going on with Mar- Maryland's the last two games? They lost 51 to 14 and 66 to 17. Dude, it's it's always amazing like how good they can look against like an average opponent and how bad they just like fold up you know against a good opponent. Yeah. Well, granted, those are two pretty good teams, Iowa and Ohio State. Still, <laughs> just to like just They should have lost to that, Illinois the week before that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on Minnesota. I'm not locking it though. I don't know, man. I mean, you can't back Maryland on the road right here, but Minnesota's track record is less than stellar as well. So give me Minnesota. I'm on Minnesota too. Patty, see what are you doing? I can see Maryland covering. I can see Maryland winning outright, but I am on Minnesota too. All right. I'm going to take you to a lock of mine in Laramie, Wyoming. Guys, I love, I love Craig Bull. I love what he's doing at Wyoming. Love the fact they're bowling almost every year. However, he is Chris Creighton of the Mountain West. All right. They don't <laughs> blow teams out. They beat Yukon by two. All right. I get it. New Mexico's not good, but 20 points. New Mexico beat them straight up last year. All right. 20 points. And look, Wyoming's problem is they can't throw the ball. Right. Well, New Mexico, they are good at run. They're decent. Their strong suit defensively is their run defense. I'm I like how you qualified that three times. Yeah, they're good. They're decent. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say they're so. good, but uh, you mean Mexico plus twenty? Let's go to the land on under this. That's a lock, Lobos, baby. What are we doing here? For the record, for the record, Colby is locking a team that's zero and seven against the spread this year. The funny thing is, is that Wyoming's one four and one. <laughs> so. Both teams are twenty percent or below against the spread all year. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. Who is wants Terry to lock Wilson it with playing? me? Who wants to lock it with me? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> is Terry Wilson playing? So Terry Wilson, the quarterback of New Mexico, was out last year. It, they could be starting uh, Pat, uh, sorry. and I'd well, be happy. On. Yeah. Hold on. So Terry, Terry Wilson was out last week. Their backup, CJ Montez, he threw. Three of nineteen for eleven yards and two interceptions. <laughs> so that's a team you're betting on. Okay? Uh, yes, and I feel I feel fairly decent about that. Do I need to tell you that Wyoming went nine of thirty passing the ball last week at home? All that right? is better than three of nineteen for eleven yards and two interceptions. Oh, <laughs> uh, hang, on, hang on, I'm not done. Nine of thirty for a hundred and thirty, a uh, hundred forty three yards, four interceptions, no touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Something's got to give, give me the Lobos. There's too many points guys. Lock it up with me. Have some courage. I'm going to Wyoming. I don't know why <laughs> I'm, I'm going to Wyoming. Patty C this is an absolute shit fest, but I think the uh, stat Colby broke out about last year. Just swayed me from Wyoming to New Mexico. There we go. Go with those Lobos. All right, let's let's ride, Danny Gonzalez. Um, okay, next up, Miami, Ohio at Ball State. <laughs> I'm telling you, these action games are fire this week. I'm excited for this one. I'm on Ball State minus six. I'll be honest, I got it at minus five. Felt better at that minus six. Starting to get into that area where I might have to take the Red Hawks. Nick, what are you doing here? 
I took him at five and a half. I think uh, Ball State is showing some signs here, man. You know, and they're at home, three game winning streak over Army, over Western and Eastern Michigan. And those, th- that Western and Eastern, those uh, two games, both on the road. They come back home here. They feel good about being at home and they take care of business against uh, Miami, Ohio. Patty C, you on your, you on your Ball State Cardinals? I am on the Cardinals, baby. There what we is a go. What, what sound does a cardinal make? Chirp. Uh, yeah. Chirp. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, Patty, do me a favor. Never say that again. All right. <laughs> uh, Boston college travels to Louisville guys. This one is pretty fun because there's actual implications here. <laughs> um, I'm on BC getting six and a half at Louisville guys. I think, I think BC is going to keep it close. Louisville might get the win, but six and a half, too many points. Give me Boston college. Nick, what are you doing? Definitely. I mean, why would you think Louisville is going to blow anybody out? I actually uh, they, think BC could win this on the money line. Of course they could. I mean, the only team they've beaten by more than seven points so far is Eastern Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> this has a, a close game ring all over it. It's way too many points. Give me BC. Pat. I'm with you guys. BC. All right, the East Carolina Pirates go down to Houston where they're catching 13 and a half points on the road in Houston, guys. And one thing we know about the heart of a of a of an East Carolina Pirate, they never give up. All right. So they're gonna come down there to Houston and win on the money line. All right. Such a heater. <laughs> And that does not sound like ECU music. That's like I don't know who came up with that. that. That's not you know the tobacco fields of Eastern North Carolina music right there. That's a guy in the '80s who was getting some ass that probably put a grand, <laughs> probably put a grand on it. Probably never been to Greenville in his life. All right. Um, anyway, uh, look, thirteen and a half points, guys. I think it's too many points. Give me ECU in the points. Sprinkle some on the money line. Oof. No, I want to take the points with you, but Houston has impressed me. I was talking smack about them earlier in the year. Last couple of weeks, they've impressed me. This game was tough. I kind of went back and forth. I, I settled on taking the points in ECU. I think it can be like a 10 point game here, but Houston has impressed. So uh, I wouldn't say money line. Patty C. Uh, I'm with you guys. I mean, I'm, I'm taking ECU to cover, but not on them. Now I will say this: Should Houston get the win out right here, hosting at you next week, and then the rest of their schedule is pretty easy. So they'll be presumably eleven and one if this win or, or both of these uh, wins going into that AAC championship game. That's a nice little see that last little hump over that last little hump. But that said, uh, I think they do uh, they do beat uh, ECU, but they don't do not cover. Yeah. Quick stat: Houston fourth best defense in the country yardage per game. Wow! I would have never saw that coming a few years ago. I agree, but I mean, I was on Holgerson, Houston. Not at all, right? <laughs> they they have a decent. I mean, the schedule has been relatively easy, but they still played like Texas Tech and Tulsa and teams like that. I, I was on T, uh, Houston on the over, so I'm looking pretty smart right now, guys. It's easy to see a tide turn. All right, um, where are we at here? Let's talk. Liberty, North Texas. Liberty's laying 21 and a half in Denton. Yeah. Give me North Texas. <laughs> give me North Texas. I hate it, but give me North Texas. Patty C. Oh gosh. I mean, Liberty did just lose to Louisiana Monroe. So that's a lot of points to be given. 
but uh, I'm still taking Liberty. Nick, I'm going Liberty too. I, I, maybe that game last week slaps them in the face and they're pissed off. They should be. I don't know. Give me Liberty. Mississippi State. I'm glad this line moved down. I might lock this thing. They're laying 20 and a half in Nashville against Vanderbilt, guys. Uh, Vanderbilt's horrible. Hey, I told you guys South Carolina was was just as bad as Vanderbilt. South Carolina won by one. I said they're just slightly better than Vanderbilt, <laughs> and they won 21 20. <laughs> um, 20 and a half points. I'm going to lay the 20 and a half in Mississippi State. Nick? Uh, yeah, I said it when we started off, man. I'm taking with these conference games with the big spreads. I seem to be going the favorites. I don't know. It doesn't seem like Mississippi State's really blown anybody in the SEC out the last couple of years under Leach. I'd have to go back and look, but uh, I'm gonna go Mississippi State. I don't love it, but yeah, lay the points. They blew out LSU his first game. <laughs> That's true. That's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Patty, see what are you doing here? The 23 at the beginning of the episode, so it's moving in Vanderbilt's favors uh, somehow. Uh, yeah, I'm un- unpicking this, and then I'm going to go get it at 20 and a half. No doubt, Mississippi State. Yes, yes, 20 and a half. T- too many points, or, t- or no, not too many points. Um, Tennessee travels to Bama. This was o- this opened at 28. It's down to 25 and a half. Money coming in on the Vols. I'm taking Bama. Bama minus 25 and a half. Sign me up, Nick. I think it dipped down to 24 or 24 and a half. Now it's spiking back up a little bit. Yeah. Give me Alabama. Patty. I'm on Tennessee. Tennessee is looking better. Al suspect. Give me the balls is well. The one thing is, is hooker healthy too. That is a big, uh, big difference maker. Cause we know what yeah. Milton is capable of. You don't want to see Milton. Capable of. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to see Milton going into Tuscaloosa. So uh, pay attention to that one. Maybe before making a bet. There you go. Um, yeah. All right. I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes. It's live in the app store and Google play store. Uh, the app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app for free guys. I lock this one. South Alabama comes down to Monroe, Louisiana. They're they're giving up. The, uh, the, I had to double take this one. How are they? How are they fourteen or thirteen and a half point favorites against ULM? Patty sees boys, so I am locking up ULM at home in Monroe. Who wants to join me on a lock? Yeah. Why are they that no. big of a dog? Well, they just beat Georgia Southern by forty-one to fourteen. They look pretty damn impressive in that in that game. <laughs> I went back and forth on this game actually, but I'm going to take the, the one if game. If you were momentum. setting this line, you'd put it at like four. No, I would probably have it at seven. I, I just thought that line was ridiculous. Maybe they know something. I don't know. Patty C are you going with your boys? Well, no, I'm going with South Alabama based on the strength of that uh, win last week. But I will say this. What about the strength of ULM? ULM gets <laughs> Hello, McFly. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I feel like maybe Liberty was asleep. <laughs> what the hell is going on here with you guys, Nick? You're on Alabama, South Alabama too. No, I'm on ULM, but I'm not liking it. I, I, I thought those were Patty's boys. He's talking about Rich Rod and everything. Yeah, he's talking about oh, Rich Rod. I love him. Look, I, I just think that at a certain point, your radar. Now you're three and three, and everyone's like awake to what you're doing. So I don't know that South Alabama's going to catch, be caught by prize. I think they're 13 and a half points better, but I, I well, would love it if ULM got the win. 
nobody's really awake to what ULM's doing, and and South Alabama's not overlooking anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's true. N- uh, Nevada travels to Fresno State. This game is awesome. It's one of the best games on Saturday. Um, Nevada's catching three. I'm taking Nevada, and I'm riding them on the money line as well. But I can't wait to watch this one. This is an awesome game, Patty C. Money line is a good play here. I definitely took Nevada. Nick, I'm all over Nevada. I'm all over Nevada. Do we have to worry? Be worried about Jake Hayner and if he's healthy or not? You know, like at the, the end of the Hawaii game, he, he he suffered an ankle injury, went out the game. He was in a boot during the bye week, and then last week against Wyoming. Uh, he throws for 96 yards. I mean, 15 of 28 for 96. I mean, is that just a tough road spot against a good defense or is Hayner not completely healthy? I don't know, but either way, I like Nevada. I agree. That's a good point. You make uh, he, He's not keeping up with your, uh, your boy, Brandon Armstrong. That's for sure. That's on being a uh, fucking Oracle on that one. Get some more uh, W's. Jay Marvell. We're talking Heisman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he should be on the list right now. And next year, he's going to be returning. And he's honestly, be guys, on the short list next year. Honestly, like. guys, if I'm Washington State, I'd be calling Jay Norvell right now. He runs the air raid. I get it. They were running the run and shoot, but a lot of those guys were recruited to run the air raid because Leach was just there two years ago. Get on the phone with Jay Norvell. Bring him up to Pullman. Be a great hire. How about Caleb? How about Plug Caleb DeBauer too? Yeah, Caleb DeBauer too. But I mean, he doesn't run. It's a little bit different. He runs more of a pro. But I still say both would be great hires. Yes. Western Kentucky guys, you guys took Old Dominion, idiots. Um, uh, Western <laughs> Kentucky smoked them. Um, now they're laying fifteen against the airport to Florida International. I don't know why, but give me Florida International plus fifteen. Nick. I don't know, man. I got it at 17 and a half. It's been going down um, surprisingly, but I'm on FIU too. Patty. I was, I I got it at uh, 17 and I was on Western Kentucky. So I am going to unpick that and pick it again when it's at 15 and uh, go Hilltoppers. There you go. San Diego state travels to air force. Another awesome game. I mean, both these teams should probably be undefeated when you consider air force fumbled away that, that one loss six and one air force against six and oh, San Diego state in Colorado Springs Saturday night, air force is laying three and a half guys. Historically air force has had problems against San Diego state because San Diego state's run defense is legit every year, especially back to the Rocky long years. However, I'm going to ride with air force. Give me a give me a twenty one seventeen final. Air Force gets it done against San Diego State. Nick, what are you doing? I'm gonna go San Diego State. Actually, I think this is a close game. I think it's two low scoring, physical running teams, uh, and therefore I will take the points. I will tell you, I've been on the wrong side of most Air Force games this year, though. I'll tell you that straight up. Patty C. Is Patty C. Still here? Did we lose Patty C? Uh, hey, hey, Hollywood! I was out for a second there. Uh, Air Force minus three and a half uh, look, against Colby's San Diego up State. In bumfuck, uh, <laughs> in Mexico. Uh, yeah, I'm scouting Rocky Long's defense. <laughs> is he is he out on this connection? I'm not getting Patty C. Much. Uh, Patty C. Who are you taking in this game? I went. Uh, I went Air Force, baby. Three and a half. I don't know. I wouldn't touch it, but I went Air Force. 
There you go. UTSA travels to La Tech, Louisiana, Ruston, Louisiana, to take on a two and four. Nick, are we sweating our over on La Tech and uh, four wins? Um, maybe. Well, here. I was certainly at the beginning of the year counting UTEP as a win, so that was not good to see. That that hail mary in the Mississippi State game spooked this team, man. And I don't know yeah. what's going on. I'm taking the seven points in La Tech though in Ruston. Same here. I think uh, it's a tough place to win. I think it's still a good quality program. Congrats to what UTSA has done so far. They're a very good team. They're ranked now. First time ever. Now, yeah. Do they like, you know, take a breath? Do they kind of relax a second? And you know, uh, maybe that's to their detriment. Patty C. What are you doing here? Uh, give me UTSA and lock it. He's locking up UTSA. Your connection's falling out on me a little bit there, Patty C. Uh, Nick, are you hearing him as well? I uh, yeah, he's he's freezing up big time. But you know what? He's kind of a scumbag. I don't think we really need him anyway. So yeah, <laughs> we he's, got that. He said he, he was locking up UTSA. UTSA. That's a bad play. Take LaTeX. <laughs> um, all right, Patty C. Though he this is he it, it, right up his alley. NC State at Miami. Is this the game NC State when we think oh they have the ACC? They're going to do this. They're finally going to do this. Is this the game they lose at Miami laying three, Nick? Dude, I will say that it, first off, did you watch the NC State game last week? No, but I saw so uh, they dominated. That score yeah. was, that score was a bit, a bit misleading. They had three touchdowns, two, two like bombs where their receiver was very fortunate to catch the pass, almost lucky. And then they had a, a, a punt where the punter dropped the ball. They picked it up and ran for a touchdown. Kind of like the Colorado game, where that score was misleading. Yeah, it was a closer game than what that scoreboard will tell you. I'm on Miami. I think um, NC State might win. They might pull out of their ass again. But I got it at three and a half. Uh, is that three now? Two and a half? That, it makes me kind of. I mean, NC State's a better team, but I like Miami by hair here. Yeah, is Patty C back? Is he with us or is he? Uh, is he out? Yeah, I'm here. I'm with you guys. Who are you on here? Are you uh, sorry. What, uh, what was the game? We had uh, NC, NC State, State uh, Miami. Miami. NC State's laying three. C NC State. Come on, guys. Okay. Okay. We'll pack all the way. I'm gonna take NC State, but man, I just I could see them blowing that one. Ohio, Ohio, <laughs> Ohio State at Indiana. Indiana's catching twenty. I'm gonna take Indiana plus the twenty. I think I think Indiana covers this. I think give me a. a 38, 21 final Ohio state wins. Indiana covers Nick. I'm locking up Ohio state. Actually. Wow. I yeah, watched too. I watched the Indiana game. Their offense against Michigan state was so bad. Meanwhile, Ohio state, I think is cut rounding into form coming off the bye week though. Those playmakers are just going to, I'm sorry, Indiana, that defense is solid still, but no, the, the, that offense is so bad. Give me the Buckeyes. Patty C or you're locking up Ohio state too. I am. I think uh, everything Nick just said, I'm, I'm, I'm doubling down on. All right. Couple games left here. I'm not going to triple lock that with you scumbags. Um, Georgia tech travels to Charlottesville, Virginia, Virginia. I think they're going to be in the ACC championship. Brandon Armstrong should win a Heisman by the end of the year. The next Sean Moore, some are saying uh, Virginia's laying seven points. I'm on the Wahoos guys. What are you doing, Nick? 
I'm on GT to cover at least. I think UVA probably pulls out a win at home, but look, just because you shut out Duke does not mean that defense has made strides. I still have, you know, a recollections a shutout. of that. <laughs> I still have memories of that Wake Forest game where I was just like, oh my God, I, I can't. I mean, this team. Yeah, and then the Louisville game. Now, give me Georgia Tech to cover. Virginia is a team of destiny. Patty, see who you taking here. <laughs> it is a lot of this game, um, and I don't want to jinx my boys, but I, if I want to uh, be realistic, I do think Virginia will probably win by a touchdown. The offense is rolling. The spread is well, seven. That's the spread. You, you, so so yeah. pick a side, buddy. <laughs> oh, I caught it at six and a half. Is it seven right now? Yeah. Oh gosh. I might lean Georgia tech at seven. Honestly, it's that close. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I guess if I got him at six and a half, I would, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. I guess I'd be pushing, but I Ta- think six and a half is where the line should be. There you go. Well, you guys both took Duke last week. How'd that work out for you? Um, so- <laughs> South Carolina travels to Texas A and M guys. I don't know what's happened with Texas A and M. They look really good the past two weeks. Part of that, I think, is Missouri's dog shit. But also, I think the quarterback—I uh, forget his name right now—is is becoming more and more uh, common. Feeling, Calzada. Com- yeah, Calzada. I'll take one of those Calzadas down at the uh, Olive Garden. Um, look, uh, twenty-one points though. South Carolina's dog shit. A and M rolls. South Carolina is one of the worst teams in the nation. Well, when I go for some real Italian food, I go to the Olive Garden, and when I go for some. <laughs> When I go for some real SEC football, I'll take you to Texas A&M. Uh, yeah, they roll here. Patty C. This is almost lock worthy, by day, the way. Baby. This is almost lock worthy. No, it's not. Uh, the way the offense has looked last couple of weeks, yes. The way the offense has looked the week the year, weeks before that, no. The way that South Carolina's offense have looked the the whole year, <laughs> they're awful. <laughs> They're awful, I, and I, I think Dottie's hurt, and I think it's going to be what's his face, a North Dakota State transfer, Le- Zeb Nolan. I think, dude, dude, that might be lockworthy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This uh, South Carolina Patty C was trying to give them credit. I was like, dude, this team is one of the worst teams in all of college football. Power they really five are. wise, they are horrible. Um, they really are. West Virginia. What, what, what has that? South Carolina done this year? They've got some garbage uh, wins. Uh, they yeah. kept it close. Kentucky. That- yeah, they're not very. I don't know. Maybe maybe A and M gets this. Who knows? I mean, maybe South, I actually took A and M, so but I'm not go. locking it. Well, West Virginia travels to TCU. TCU's laying four and a half. I went TCU because I don't know what's happened at West Virginia. Is Neil Brown approaching the hot seat? Patty C, what are you doing in this game? Uh, I took TCU. Neil Brown is approaching the hot seat. Nick. I'm all about TCU, especially I think Zach Evans is now healthy. He missed the game against Oklahoma. He is their workhorse. I think TCU rolls here. Th- this is potential lockworthy too. Yeah. Well, this next one for me is lockworthy. Utah travels to Corvallis. Utah coming off a huge win against Arizona State. Oregon State, meanwhile, tied for first place in the Pac-12 North. Guys, I'm getting a home dog here in Corvallis. Oregon State wins on the money line against Utah. Heard it here first. Give me the Beavers on the money line. Lock up the 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 plus three point. Nick, what are you doing here? I'm on the Beavers because I thought that most people would be on Utah. 
certainly not locking up. I think you're crazy. I mean, Utah just beat Washington State at USC and Arizona State three games in a row. Two of so those, have that two, two of those three were were at home, and and USC's got their team kind of falling apart. Utah's traditionally struggles on the road against tough environments. I would say uh, that's fair enough. Um, and therefore I picked Oregon state. I just don't feel that confident enough to lock it up or actually bet on it. Patty C. I think we lost Patty C. All right. Well, he, uh, he took somebody go to sports scaling podcast.com. Check out all of his picks. There's only three picks left. So uh, all of his picks are, 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 are there. USC travels to South bend. USC's catching seven at Notre Dame. I took USC. Both these teams had bye weeks last week. I took USC plus seven. I don't like it, but I just feel like they'll get up for this one. And they're talented, pretty much as talented, if not more talented. Take USC plus seven is my play. I, I don't love it, but Nick, what are you doing here? Same thing, actually. Uh, I, I just didn't have a good feeling or a read on this game. Um, yeah, therefore, just took the points. I think it's kind of too much. I don't think Notre Dame's that great. They're five. They're five and one record. I mean, give them credit for the that they have. But I think in a big rivalry game here, yeah, give me the Trojans and the points. Yeah. All right. Last game on the slate, kicking off at uh, what? Uh, I think nine p.m. on the West. New Mexico State travels to Hawaii. Hawaii's laying seventeen and a half points right now. Nick, I'm gonna. not paradise all the time. And it won't be for Doug Martin because I'm taking you to the land down under in my final play of the day. I'm going to lay the 17 and a half in Hawaii. Uh, I think they're going to blow out New Mexico state. Heard it here first, Nick. Well, the, well, first off, they've already played once this year. That was uh, at New Mexico state. Hawaii won by 20. Um, I'm going to balance out my card here and go with the, uh, go with the points this time. I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, if you're talking about like NFL, it's always hard to beat a team twice or something. You no, know, Hawaii's uh, much better on the Island. They beat Fresno true. state on the Island. Right. But I think maybe New Mexico state is getting a little bit better. I mean, they only lost by six to San Jose state a couple of weeks ago. I don't, what I don't like is that this is the third road game in a row for New Mexico state. Uh, I think they had a buy in there, so it's not quite as bad as it sounds. Uh, yeah, they had a buy last week. So I buy last week. They get a travel to Hawaii, a little extra days to make that long trip. (laughs) Give me the Aggies to cover. You're crazy. I'm I'm, I'm really going to try to sell that. You're crazy. (laughs) All right, folks, this is the college football experience podcast. Subscribe, tell a friend and remember to subscribe to the college basketball experience season tips on November 9th. We are that close away. Yes, we are me. Patty CNC, Nick, will have you covered talking college football, college basketball year round on both feeds. So subscribe to both. Tell a friend I'll be back in Los Angeles this weekend. If all goes well. So Saturday morning, I will be live uh, before the games, you know, periscope uh, to what Twitter spaces, whatever the hell you want to call it. You will be able to view and see what we are doing. Our best plays of the day. I'll be back with God's eye. Things will feel right in the college football realm. They're feeling right for me in life. But I'm saying I had a tough week on the college football picks. I'm going to get back on it Saturday. Still had a winning week overall, though. But yes, and make sure you download the SGPN app. You'll, you'll get that's free to download the App Store and Google Play Store. You'll get all of our picks. Like I said, me, Patty, CNC, Nick, we've handicapped every single Division I college football and college basketball game for the past four years. We never had a losing season each and every year for each of us. 
Yes. So subscribe. All of our picks are available on the SGPN app, all of our podcasts, all of our content. NC Nick writes a lot of great stuff over there. Check all that out. So get that SGPN app. And when you do, make sure you give us a five star review. Say some nice things about us. And if you do that, take a screenshot. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D. Show me that screenshot and I will send you a college experience t shirt at the Colby D. Patty C's on Twitter, Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. The college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And the Sports Gambling Podcast Network's on Twitter at the SGPN Network. Give everyone a follow. All right. Follow away. Check out the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast. We got the DFS show coming Thursday night, early Friday morning. Come play DraftKings with me and NC Nick. All right. This is the college football experience. Week eight preview and picks. You better start thinking about yours. And we had it.